you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. <laughs> what and is this? And this is, this is a who we haven't talked about in a few weeks, but who popped up on my feed for the best reason. I mean, she always pops up on my feed, but then she popped up again for this reason. Listen. Hello there. Okay. You see what tab got. <laughs> Y'all know I cut some a little bit when I am a little latte. But honey, this ain't just any latte. This is from Dunkin'. And guess what? Guess what kind of milk I got? Oat milk. Honey, come on, Dunkin'. Planet Oak is now available at Dunkin', honey, starting today. <laughs> Very good. Another non-dairy option. Get, you get into the ice. Get into the ice. <laughs> Tabitha. TikTok Tabitha. That's amazing because not that I'm like pleased about, you know, I'm so pleased because Duncan put a lot of money recently into Charlie D'Amelio, the other TikTok, the like teenager TikTok. Uh So it's nice that they're spreading around the marketing Mm -hmm. money because you also have Tabitha, who is a prominent vegan uh, TikToker, which is exactly what we're talking about here. She needs non-dairy options. Right. And Charlie, who loves regular Duncan, they're giving them both money, which is thrilling to me and also i mean the most thrilling to me is oat milk at duncan which i went and had yesterday the day that it came out i had to go it was great what did you think you liked it yeah it was not too sweet i had it in a latte it was a great Tabitha experience love to have it as an option yeah no it was great i love it it was great obviously i was gonna get it this morning because you know yeah. i like to treat myself with a with a store bought a coffee <laughs> bought my- a cafe oh. bought coffee on thursdays and sometimes fridays but for sure right, thursdays. and, and duncan is a great cafe Third yeah Friday. yes i know and then i realized my favorite coffee shop in the whole wide world reopened finally and i was worried that they wouldn't reopen at all and so i went there instead i just couldn't Wait, what's your favorite coffee shout them daily out press. your favorite coffee daily shop. press daily press oh you want to buy daily press did you see the new lincoln market on the corner that's so huge and crazy it's huge that building is cursed that building did is you a see that? cursed building oh i saw anyways i was shocked but daily press is open they're amazing um but you do need to go to duncan to try the oat milk you have to it's like it's <laughs> we're like not a... getting paid for this this is truly just the funniest most like deep-seated bit but i don't feel as bad about it because we did get paid for by duncan once like in the past so it's not the saddest kind of like thing and 
you know, I do feel like just like Charlie D'Amelio was passionate about Duncan for years before she got her big spawn. I'm also, you know, the goodwill is growing between me and the brand. Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> what's funny is that like you cannot win so i was looking at the comments on on this oh no on this thing and it was like hi tabitha like i'm also vegan i i don't think that it says that it's vegan friendly this oat milk and she's like no i assure you it is so it's like she must have gotten the press release from them it's like no, no she's like is. no it is and then someone else said that's really it great is. tabitha i love that, that they're taking these steps doing plant-based stuff but also Single-use plastic cups, Tabitha. And then she's like, well, you know what? They used to have styrofoam, then they got rid of styrofoam. Baby she replied, steps. <laughs> she okay, replied. Tabitha's out here like, you got to pay her more because she's out here like putting, <laughs> replying to comments like that is, Saying, that should be They extra. got rid of the styrofoam. Hey, they I got rid of the be, styrofoam. I wouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't be replying <laughs> be to me. the comments. Could couldn't, not be me defending Duncan further. Me. I would take the paycheck and I would make the TikTok and I would, you know, move the hell on. All right. Um, so you are listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. We have a lot of <laughs> we have a lot of comments today. Uh, we have a yeah, lot of questions, I, but mostly it's uh, comments. This show has become the comment show, which is, you know, uh, a, has always sort of been the case. Which but... was not really what we had planned, but sure. We're, you know, when the comments are good, the comments are good. We can't deny. But I will yeah. say, like, a lot of comments today. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. It's Emily. Uh, you're definitely not going to play this call. But I just wanted to tell you about my experience with lymphatic drainage massage. I'm not sure why I decided I needed to go get a lymphatic drainage massage. I literally have no memory of <laughs> the inciting incident that led me to eventually walk through the door of like a slightly shady midtown doctor's office slash massage clinic uh, that the masseuse operated out of. And I think I paid her via Venmo. But what happened once I was on the table was that she put these two like big plastic bags on both of my legs to sort of like, uh, like thigh high boots but not with a sole of the shoe part. And then she attached them to something that tightened them up like a blood pressure cuff and then released them again. And they did that over and over again, like throughout the whole rest of the massage experience, uh, which consisted of she took these electrodes and she rubbed them on my abdomen in sort of like a probing rhythmic way for quite a while I don't know I kind of went into that you know that zone that you go into when you're getting any kind of massage it didn't feel bad um it felt a little weird like it definitely felt like she was touching specific internal organs with the electrodes very deliberately like probably my liver or like my gallbladder or something and after the first one, because I got a series of these treatments, because I'm a one-woman, low-rent uh, group lab for some reason, I felt like totally normal and nothing really out of the ordinary happened. And I just sort of went on about my life. And then the next time I got one, I really noticed afterwards that, like, everything just felt sort of, like, better in my organs. I don't know how to describe it, but um, it just, like, made everything seem lined up and, like, it was in the right place, like, doing its thing very happily for, you know, some time. The other thing that I wanted to say about lymphatic drainage massage is that my friend, who got a massage from the same person, 
posted a photo on Instagram of the boogers that came out of her after a lymphatic drainage massage, and it was just crazy, like, just something amazing that looks like a species of, like, undersea slug that you would never expect to come out of a human body, um, and I was kind of hoping that that would happen to me, but it didn't. Um, anyway, thank you for allowing me to share this. <laughs> Sorry about all of this. Um, good form. So, Thorn, crunch, crunch. Uh, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for calling, and don't apologize, because I encouraged you to leave that call. <laughs> I I don't even know if we can play that call in full because it's so long. I'm going to have to cut it down just a little bit, but... Thank you so much for calling, Emily. I if I'm going for a massage, it's not going to be a lymphatic massage. I don't know. I don't know why I'm making that judgment. I don't know. I don't it's care. Not, I don't think I would get it. It's not going to be a lymphatic massage. Well, you're not no, going to get I a mean, massage. No, I mean, I'm sure at this there's point. You know, I'm not you're like I just want a human being to t- <laughs> <laughs> to touch my my Do anything. Skin. Do whatever. Not, whatever. Yeah, uh uh I don't know. I mean yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Sounds know. great. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I just listened to the Jojo conversation and I was really confused until you brought in Bo Jojo and Go Jojo. I thought you had meant Go Jojo was teaming up with Trader Joe's for their JoJo cookies and maybe was having some special line of JoJo cookies. So then I thought, from a who to them scale, where do Go JoJo, Bo JoJo, Trader Joe's JoJo cookies, and JoJo Rabbit fall? I might have just done it for you, but love to hear your take. Thanks. Crunch, crunch. Oh my god, so we have to rank the JoJo's. I think you were right. JoJo Rabbit's the was nu- number four of four. Is that the ranking? JoJo Rabbit's last? The JoJo who, Rabbit's I'm sorry, last. who's you? Okay, but like who's in the list of JoJo's again? Bo Jojo, Go Jojo, Trader Jojo's, and JoJo Rabbit. <laughs> this is not a fair <laughs> I don't a like movie, this at all. A movie, a niche cookie, a YouTube star, and a millennial icon. Weirdly, the millennial icon is to me is going to be last, I like think... barely above Trader Jojo's. <laughs> but tra- but millennials love Trader Joe's and they love Trader Jojo's. So what? Are you going to put Jojo Siwa then Jojo Rabbit? I'm just saying millennials love Trader Jojo's as much as they like Jojo the millennial icon. That's true. Go from one to four. I'm probably just going to agree with you to make this easy. <laughs> um, number one is number one is Jojo Siwa. Okay. Number two oh is. Jojo Rabbit. Number oh three God. is Jojo Millennials Love Her. And number four is Trader Jojo's. You know what? Honestly, this is a that's bad list. Right. That's already that's, wrong. That's no, probably that's right. wrong. And then that's this wrong. one, th- this freaked me out. This call. I'm, I'm, I'm still lost after this call. I am lost. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, so I'm calling just because I wanted to provide some um, information that I thought was interesting. Um, so about the two Jojos, you kind of talked about how they went on different paths and how uh, Jojo, the singer of Too Little Too Late, um, kind of looks at Jojo Siwa in a different light and like how that would have been her if she took a different path. Um, But I think it's interesting because Jojo, the leave parentheses get out singer, actually was offered the role of Hannah Montana. I'm pretty sure the Disney Channel made that show with her in mind. And uh, Jojo 
turned it down and she didn't want to be Hannah Montana because she kind of didn't want to go down that path. And I really think that if she did go down that path, she would have been super JoJo Siwa-esque. And um, yeah, I think that's really interesting. Anyway, good for Melisar. Bye. Well, you know, when the executives came to her and offered her Hannah Montana, you know what she said? She said, get out, leave. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You know, you know, the other funny thing, a a caller called in and told us that the original Hannah Montana was supposed to be Alexis, Texas. Before Hannah Montana, before Hannah Montana, they were considering other names and one was Alexis, Texas. And then our friend Steven said Emrata, Nevada, and that like sent (laughs) us (laughs) to hell. Emrata, Nevada is so funny. There are no other good ones. And then also, it says in that article that they were going to call her either Zoe or Chloe. And what rhymes with that? What rhymes with Zoe or Chloe? What state? Well, she wouldn't have had a state name. (laughs) Then what's the concept? I don't know. I don't know. Zoe idaho That's all I could think of. Unless it's a city. Zoe Idaho is actually pretty good. <laughs> Zoe Idaho is pretty good. But I guess the question, the question that the call, the thing that the caller is positing, I totally understand. But yes. I will say, yes. if you look at um, Miley Cyrus, she's actually pr- broken out of the Hannah Montana thing pretty effectively, I would say. Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Yeah. So like saying that like, j- like Jojo Gojo would have ended up kind of like more like Bojo maybe in terms of like fame and attention because Miley got a lot of fame and attention from that. But Miley was able to like go beyond that teen image, like though it was probably traumatic and it took a lot, but like she did break through and she's now totally kind of her own entity. Although, you know, there is an also an argument that I forget somebody made that maybe Hannah Montana wouldn't have been as successful without right. without Miley Cyrus as its lead. Maybe Gojo wouldn't have been you know, whatever, but like different Disney shows have different modicums of success and different Disney stars have different, you know, variables of success. Like Hannah's a big one. Miley's a big one. Oops. And it's arguable that maybe Hannah Montana was only as successful as it was because Miley Cyrus, even though she herself was not famous, Billy Ray Cyrus was sort of a draw there. Like it was like, oh, she's nepotism. Like she's come up, she's from a country family, even though Billy Ray Cyrus wasn't even a tremendous them he was sort of a one-hit wonder not even yeah not even like she kind of did but I'm thinking about like Demi Lovato and I'm thinking about like other Disney stars that did do a break good breakout but then there are some Disney stars that didn't hey Jesse but I do think that Jojo Gojo looks at Bojo and says oh god you know like in a way like (laughs) oh my that's why that interview was so she sees another life interesting if you if you could sit through it, that that interview is interesting because you see Gojo looking at Bojo and seeing sliding doors. You know, like what exactly. she it's what she could doors. have done, or it's what she would have doors. done ten years later in her career if she was slightly younger. You know, like mm-hmm. what what a career like hers looks like now. I was trying to think of a city with a long e, since okay, I can't think of a state stuck. with a long e. You are Boise, stuck. Chloe Boise. Doesn't doesn't rhyme. It's not it's not the it's not the exact rhyme. Zoe Boise. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's harder than you think to do the name rhyming with the state. Think, I mean, send us some of them, but like, it's hard. When someone came up with Hannah Montana, they probably like left work for the day. They were like, oh my God, I'm never going to top this. (laughs) (laughs) What's the opposite of I'm lost? Like play I am lost backwards. And that's how that person felt. 
Okay. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, medium time, first time. Prince Harry has definitely used a spreadsheet because he is a qualified Apache helicopter pilot. They have to do a lot of training. They have to know a lot of math. So at minimum, he has done the math. Um, I don't know if he still uses one. I don't know if he knows how to use a pivot table, but he's done at least basic spreadsheeting. Uh, living with a laptop. Thank you. Bye. Hmm. Good. Good to know. <laughs> I did <laughs> forget he was a pilot. Mm. Then I thought about that video where he like is in the interview and then he has to run and get ready. They're in the airport hangar. Remember that right. video? Yeah, but that's wi- that's Harry or is that William? That's Harry. Oh, that's Harry. Oh, right. And then they then people put the song. We've talked about this on podcast where people put the song. It was like doom. And then it, when he runs, when it, okay, all right, okay. Yes. Moving on. Lindsay and Bobby, I had to pause Tuesday's episode when you were talking about Kane Brown because if he put out a song with Becky G about getting lost, and then a couple of months later, Kane Brown gets lost in the woods behind his house. This is further proof that the Becky G curse is real. She cursed him while they were recording that song together. And now, look what happened. Kane Brown got lost in the woods. The Becky G curse is real, and it strikes again. Crunch, crunch. No, that's right. That's perfect. That's exactly right. That's what happens. The Becky G curse is real and real. It's real. It's real. When's the last time we talked? Oh, wait, the last time we talked about Becky G, I remember, is whenever she got <laughs> when she got kicked off the stage by security because people thought that she was just a, a concert woman. goer, a woman, but she was to Becky G. To be fair, G. she's gotten very successful since she's then, even successful. more successful. No, she's, she's quite successful. successful. So the Becky G curse doesn't quite really it doesn't really like apply to Becky G. It, no, it like... applies to people who are who she's next to. <laughs> it's like it's like, oh, Becky G does a song with like Austin Mahone, who she dated or whatever, like, and then he he flops. Like Becky G does a song with oh yeah, he did Ariana flop. Grande and her vocal cords hammered. Okay, that didn't happen. Yeah, it did happen. Becky G oh, goes did? on tour with oh. the Wanted and then they break up or whatever. You know, like the point is she curses people and she cursed Kane Brown. I'm just saying, <laughs> if we're talking about fake pop culture curses, there are much more potent curses out there than the Becky G curse. And we won't even get into one. This is a funny curse. And even Becky pokes fun at it. And also Becky G has gotten only more and more successful as the years have gone by. Yeah. Remember Shower? Everyone. Yeah. That's the one song Love. that everyone remembers. Right. But she, right. Now she, she's primarily she doing Spanish, Spanish language. Yeah. Right. But like her songs are, are huge hits. Bigger than Shower, honestly. Hey, um, so I don't. I don't even know what you guys would say to this, but there is a third Ruby Rose. My son has been watching this Disney summer sing-along, like, nonstop, and one of the Disney characters on it, or not, I guess Disney star, is Ru- Ruby Rose Turner. I have I don't have no idea who she is, but I just think it's funny that there's, like, at least three Ruby Roses. All right, bye. Ruby Rose Turner? Who's Ruby Rose Turner? Also, you can't be a Ruby Rose unless you're Ruby Rose done. De- Ruby Rose. Oh, those are the rules now? <laughs> I, I still think it's rules. pretty alarming that there's another Ruby Rose at all, even if she is a Turner. We did really need, like, a young Ruby Rose. That's true. Like, and to make the trifecta, the true mm-hmm. Ruby Rose trifecta. You gotta like have Bojo threes. And you gotta Bojo. have threes. 
exactly. Gojo, Bojo, and Jojo's, Trader Jojo's. So now we have Ruby Rose, Ruby Rose, and Ruby Rose Turner. <laughs> I want to know what drugs the Disney creatives are taking to come up with the names of these shows. First of all, Alexis, Wait, Texas, was... Hannah Montana, the one that she's on is yeah, what's it called? Coop and Cammy Ask the World. Like, what is this top hat of fucked up words that they pull from every it's not like, as good six as months? Ricky, Dicky, Ticky, and Well, that's Snicky. Nickelodeon. They're on a completely different oh. drug. <laughs> They're both on like dueling drugs. Kids like this shit. Kids love that stuff. Are you kidding, Cloudy with a chance? Sunny with a chance? That's the name, Sunny. They love that. Hey, Who Weekly. I wanted to tell you that we went to the restaurant that the Stranger Things kids worked at a few weeks ago, and we saw him when we were, like, freaking out, and we asked him, why do you have a job? Like, we kind of thought he was preparing for a role, and he was like, oh, I just wanted, like, a job. Like, a normal kid has, like, a job, so I just wanted one, so I got one. Wholesome. Anyway, crunch, crunch. <laughs> going up to Gatton Matarazzo while you're in New Jersey and going, hey, kid, why do you have a job? <laughs> we recognize you from Netflix. I mean, uh, that's like a perfectly reasonable question in my mind. It's a little rude, sure. But, you know, we're building character. What is he supposed to do? Sit at home, play video games like on the Verizon ad <laughs> with his friends? No, he's building character. He's out here building character. He is. Not, not characters for the hit show Stranger Things. But, char- but character inside himself. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, his buds Whoa. are out here promoting Enola Holmes. Not that I'm doubting the future success of Gatan Maserazzo, but I will say that it is it is probably smart to learn a few other skills other than <laughs> acting for a child star in general. No? Mm-hmm. Oh, someone else called and asked if Gatan and Heather Maserazzo were related. They're not. We've, we we yeah, did that work a while ago. I think ago. we did that one. Yeah, <laughs> we did that one. Oh, next up, I'm just going to play a montage of uh, a lot of your suggestions for other co-hosts of The View to work with Kiki. Lindsay, Bobby, Ed, about the podcast, obviously, um, just in terms of the Kiki millennial view, I don't know if you noticed how many of your choices were child actors, even on either Nickelodeon or Disney Channel. Kiki, Hillary Duff, Raven. So I think the obvious answer is Jamie Lynn Spears. She's a mom. She's she's scandal adjacent because she got her show canceled for being fifteen and pregnant. She is has a has family drama, which they won't have they won't ever be able to talk about. Um, she's not really doing much. And I just think that she would kind of have that, like, Chevron mom energy to add to the panel. And you could, like, pin it on the fact that all of these people are, like, grown-up Disney Channel and Nickelodeon stars. So, beyond, like, Selena and Demi are probably too famous, but other people, just something to think about. Okay. Okay. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, I'm calling after listening to last week's Who's There episode, and you were talking about Kiki Palmer's Millennial The View. And I have to say, I think you made some great choices, but you missed out on a crucial wild card, which is Caroline Calloway. The energy she could bring to that table is just unmatched, and I would love to see it, personally. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. Okay, well, just wanted to get your thoughts on Caroline Calloway at the View Millennial table. Crunch, crunch. 
women do belong in balloons, and Caroline Calloway belongs on The View. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I was listening to the segment about who would be the best panelist um, for Kiki Palmer's show, and I really think that, like, a great option for someone who can do a segment but who is also kind of unpredictable and has strong personality, like a strong personality is Wow from the Jersey Shore. Um, she's super recognizable. And then on her Instagram, she is has like a segment where she like cooks with her kids and she's always doing like cocktail recipes. Um, and so I just think that she could really bring the right balance to this show. Um, I don't really know what JWoww's politics are because I don't actually follow her. I just check in on her sometimes. Um, but I think that she's the, the right flavor, or like the right fit for this. Um, good one, Bella Thorne. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, meeting for meantime. Uh, just calling to give you the best suggestion for another host at the table. And I think for a chaotic host, maybe not evil, but chaotic, chaotic, semi-evil, sarcastic evil would be Z-Way. Her Instagram Live baited show is always very, very chaotic. And I think she would just stir the pot like crazy. So that is my suggestion. Crunch, crunch. Bye. Who was your favorite suggestion that you heard? Jalen Spears was a great one. Jalen Spears was a very smart one. Of course, she's like, she's like a young mother because we were because we were kind of stuck on the like a conservative leaning young mother to have that argument. But I also think we forgot a we forgot kind of a category of like pundit that we really could have dug into more. But I think that <laughs> that's maybe not our journey. Like we thought of more like C list celebrities when we could have thought of more like because you you have a lot of like Me, kind of writers and yeah like people like that because people did call in and say like like authors names you know yeah. like what about like these different or like writers in the media a lot of them were mentioned do you know what mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. and it's like yeah that actually would be a good fit for the show but we're just thinking of like the ideal c-list lineup but yeah i mean there were good suggestions too last comment last comment hi Lindsay bobby so i'm listening back to old episodes of who weekly and um i got back to the North Dakota one where you're talking about Josh Jamal and I am not going to bring up anything about North Dakota but I live I'm going to school in Fargo and one of my roommates was working with the North Dakota Board of Tourism on a commercial he's like in film and he brought up Josh Jamal on the set a few weeks ago and one of his bosses was like don't mention Josh Jamal so um, we can't figure out what happened, but Josh Dumont is no longer getting paid by the state of North Dakota. They have decided that he is not a good brand ambassador. Um, good form, Bella Thorne. Thanks. Bye. Josh Dumont has finished his run as the ambassador for North Dakota. This is an important thing to note. No longer affiliated with North Dakota. What happened there? Whatever happened know. to Josh Demal? <laughs> well, he is affiliated with a new movie on Netflix that I randomly stumbled across the other day called like The New Wife or something, The New Husband, The Lost Husband. The Lost something husband, husband, I think, yeah. It's 
Josh Duhamel and Leslie Bibb in like a very Lifetime-esque rom-commy thing that was uh, quite high on the Netflix charts. It was since number we only six get the when you sent it 10. to me. Number I know six. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it I'm definitely gonna watch it it's right up my alley the clip was just like my friends over there think I'm da 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 you have to kiss me to prove it that da 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 and he kissed her and then there was you know like that whole thing you know that set up I had to get out of my mom's place my husband's gone and I lost her house this is James O'Connor he's gonna teach your mama how to run the farm what all right two minutes out in the barn where that's the it's a big red structure out back. You work with the hot farmer? Him? He's the reason we come here. Mm-hmm. He's hot. But anyways, go watch like The Lost Husband. The Lost Husband. Josh Duhamel's new gig post Dumal. North Dakota. Dumal. What did I say? Lindsay, I will accept you mispronouncing any other word, but Dumal, you gotta get right. You gotta Duhamel. get it right. <laughs> what happened to Josh Dumal in North Dakota though? What happened? Who's now who's better? Who do they have now? If, do you think he showed like more allegiance to South Dakota and then North Dakota got pissed? They were like, How he's spending all this time in South Dakota. How do more allegiance to South Dakota? I bet they're very sensitive, the Dakotans. <laughs> okay, next call. Wait, this is so weird. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. In two, sorry, but in 2019, December 31st, 2019, the AP reported that Josh du- Dumal got Dumal. a new contract to promote North Dakota. In 2001? In 2019, December 2019, he got a new contract. So the con- I guess the contract, that wasn't that long ago, but it says the contract extension. Wow, there's too much. First of all, you can tell this is weird because there's too much, too much information. It says, North Dakota's tourism department confirmed Tuesday to the Associated Press that the star of several Transformers movies will be paid <laughs> $175,000 to be the face of the state's tourism campaign for the next two years. They've had a contract uh, with him uh, uh. since 2013. The contract extension that expires December 13th, 2021. 2021. Well, that may be One. true, but according to this caller, we have some allegations that this contract is no longer valid. So wow. I'm wow. The the goss is the goss is hot. This the tea is steaming, and it seems like somebody broke their contract. Seems like it seems like we don't know. Maybe 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 it was a one-time deal. Maybe it's one commercial shoot that he was not available for. Maybe he just pissed this person off, but he's still under contract. I don't know. He pissed off the whole damn state, perhaps. <laughs> we don't know what happened, but I will say I'm now I'm a little now I'm sus. Questions. We're moving on to questions. Moving on to questions. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I use Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box. 
because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I am calling because I can't sleep and so I'm scrolling through the Daily Mail, as I do, and I found something that was interesting for a few reasons. Um, apparently, Jesse Metcalf's ex, Cara Santana, has a new man, and it happens to be Shannon Leto, a.k.a. Jared's brother and the drummer in 30 Seconds Mars. And um, I find this interesting that this is in Daily Mail today, and they're packing on the PDA uh, when just yesterday – an article came out about Jesse and how he has a new girlfriend and he's moving on. So knowing that he cheated on her, apparently, allegedly, I'm wondering what you guys think of the timing. Do you think that she saw that and then called the paps to have them follow her and Shannon out while they're making out in a Jeep? I'd love to know what you think. Crunch, crunch. Bye. Well, if the news is out, they probably were like, well, now that that's out there, now we can like smooch in public. So let's call the Daily Mail. That's what it seemed like to me, where like Kara was trying to be the bigger person, you know, and then maybe Kara and Shannon have been dating for as long as Jesse and whatever, or it seems like Jesse allegedly, or it seems like was the cheater. Mm-hmm. Remember, they had to live together anyway. We talked yeah, about this that was early big, in quarantine. Right. They split technically eight months ago, but then we're still kind of living together because of COVID-19. And so it was like, yeah, we're still taking walks together, but no, we're not together. This is complicated. It's COVID-19. So we've Mm -hmm. talked about them in that context, but it looks like because Jesse broke the seal, Cara was like, okay, I'll go public with Shannon. Beep, 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 Mm -hmm. beep. Here come the paps. I'm making out with Jared Leto's brother who's wearing a silk shirt because I assume he's the type of guy who always wears silk shirts. (laughs) So Shannon is in the band, in the Leto brothers band, 30 Seconds to Mars. I don't know why I'm being rude. It's a big band. It's a relatively big band. Honestly, the band is almost, the the band is like as big as Jared Jared Leto's movie career at this point. Like if you kind of think about it. Jared Leto's movie career is actually pretty interesting because it's like yeah. oh he comes back yeah. with dallas buyers club but and he wins an oscar for this role that was immediately offensive and yeah even though it was immediately offensive it's aged quickly and it's aged terribly so like right. that oscar win yeah i guess it it amounts for something he's all he will always be academy award winner jared leto but like no one looks back fondly on that role his movie career didn't like blow up after this. His Joker was the one that everyone forgets about because and then here Joker comes Joaquin Phoenix good. being like, I'm going to do a better Joker and win an Oscar for it. So like bite me. Right. But I would say in terms of Jared Leto being known as a movie star and Jared Leto's band being big, I would say they're kind of at the same level in terms of Depending like, on who you talk like they, to. yeah, I guess, but they have a, they do have a big fan base. Like mm-hmm. it is weird when it's the band is covered outside of being Jared Leto's band now, which is like interesting to me. Like they yeah. want, like it used to just be like Jared Leto's band 30 seconds to Mars, but now it's just like 30 seconds to Mars. It's like, Oh, when they're, when I see them. Yeah. Oh, the guy from my so-called life has a band now because what they came out in like the early two thousands. Right. And now they're like a, they're enough to stand on their own but i honestly did not know that his brother was also in the band it doesn't surprise me but like i guess he's the drummer he's the drummer and he doesn't i was like please let there be something interesting about him but there really isn't he doesn't make a lot of headlines outside of like 
Oh, Jared Leto's a sweetie. He brought his brother to the Golden Globes. Oh, Jared Leto's a sweetie. He brought his brother to like the Oscars. Oh, Jared Leto and his brother are on vacation together. That's kind of it. He got arrested for DUI like six years ago. That's the mo- That's the biggest Daily Mail story that I could like find about him. But mm-hmm. a nice thing about him, not to dwell I know, on the DUI. I'm seeing where we're, go- where we're heading, yeah. He started a coffee company. Hmm. He started a coffee company. Yeah, okay. Isn't that cool? Black Fuel Coffee. Black Fuel Trading Company. Mm-hmm. Or Black Fuel Trading Company. He shared his cold brew recipe with InStyle a few years ago. I thought that was very nice. But it looks like the coffee company shut down literally during COVID-19, which really sucks. Like that uh, mm-hmm. casualty of the pandemic. Maybe they'll come mm-hmm. back. They say it's temporary, but who knows? Um, is there anything interesting about Cara Santana that you know about? No. Well, there's like barely anything interesting about Jesse Metcalf. I'm just saying like these this couple, like we... I guess we knew about them when they broke up and then we knew about them living together after. But like, I wouldn't say this is a couple that I'm like playing close. Neither one of the members of the couple is anyone I know really a ton about aside from like him being like a semi-millennial person because of the movies he did when we were like 16 years old. And her being... Right. She's on Vita. Her big thing is she's on Vita. Oh, Vita's that Showtime show. Stars, and it got canceled, which sucks. Okay, oops. Sorry, double oops. Yeah, anyways, that sucks that the show got canceled. I have Um, a quick Cara Santana game before I get into that. A game? She gave you enough to get a game? Yeah, actually, yeah, she did. There's an interesting 30 Seconds to Mars story. Uh, They got sued in like 2008 or 2009 because they didn't deliver the promised number of albums that were in their contract that they had signed in 1999. So I guess in 1999, they delivered, they signed a contract with their label that was like, we will deliver X albums in X years. And then like eight years later, the label sued them. It was like, you didn't deliver the albums in time. Right. But they fought back against fought, the kind of they fought because back. they were like this is this was a shitty this was a shitty contract. It was a shitty contract, and also the reason that they that they settled and that they were sort of allowed to win, they probably had to pay something. But the reason it sort of stopped, they were able to get out of the contract. Yes, was because of none other than R.I.P. Olivia De Havilland, who comes oh up on God, this podcast every died. once in a while. I know Olivia De Havilland comes up a lot on this podcast. Listen to this. This story from the LA Times in looks like 2009. The lead of this is unbelievable. A few weeks ago, Jared Leto got a letter in the mail. It was addressed to the 30 Seconds to Mars singer in formal, feminine script and arrived on thick azure colored paper. The return address was the real surprise, however. The Paris home of Olivia de Havilland, the Gone with the Wind actress who, in a roundabout way, helped save the band's career. Last year, the group was staring down a $30 million lawsuit from its parent label EMI over future albums, blah, 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 blah. But the contract case involving de Havilland decades ago seemed to offer a legal precedent for a way out. Quote, the California Appeals Court ruled that no service contract in California is valid after seven years, and it became known as the de Havilland Law after she used it to get out of her contract with Warner Brothers. Then Jared Leto was like, oh, we're friends now. We're pen pals. I asked her to be in my documentary, and she said no, but we, we're pen pals. Like, I'm oh, because go they were, he, he wanted to make a documentary about making the album and like kind mm-hmm. of the drama behind the lawsuit. Well, it's interesting. Olivia de Havilland is uh, quite litigious because remember, she also sued Ryan Murphy about yeah. feud. Because she was like, you made me look like a real, you made me look bad. That's the key to long life, lawsuits. Right. Like every old lady's like, I drink two shots of whiskey like a day and I'm 130. And it's like, I smoke so a pack Olivia of cigarettes. Olivia Hovland <laughs> fighting for her right to get out of a shitty contract helped save Jared Leto's band. Yeah. 
labor rights, labor rights, fighting for labor rights. Yes, yeah, so no, you have a, you have a game about Kara Santana. Mm-hmm. So I found this BuzzFeed article called like Thirty Things You Need to Know About Kara Santana. Okay. okay. And I was like thirty. You know how much? <laughs> you know how you know how I love to be told what I need to know about somebody. <laughs> yes. You but know how much I respect that. That's 30. a lot of things. So what it was, was it was a quick little rapid fire interview. They asked her 30 quick questions and she answered them. And then that's all it is. It's just this list. And so, so it's arguable whether it's 30 things I need to know versus 30 questions that they asked 30 her randomly. questions. Yeah. 30 things about her. 30 things okay. she's said once. And so I would I'm gonna... argue that there are 30 things that I should know above these things. But that's fine. There are a lot of things I don't know. You know, this mm-hmm. wouldn't be I wouldn't put these above anything I need to know. Like my uh, social security number, I'd put above this. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I know it, by the way. Kara, <laughs> not Kara. So I'm going to read you the question and then the answer. And you're going to tell me if that answer is Kara or not Kara. Because I like made some up, wrote... but I made them real. So oh, it's just okay. true or false, really. True or false. Okay, it's not multiple true. choice. It's not multiple okay, choice. Okay, but I've never read. Okay, I don't know yeah. any. Okay, fine. I'm going to be hard. What's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Okay, Kara or not Kara? Check my emails, then immediately followed by coffee. Kara. That's true. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. What's the last thing you search for on Google? And then entrepreneur Rick DeVos's Wikipedia page. Cara That's definitely Kara. That's Kara. That's Kara. Okay. Who was the last person who called or texted you? My best friend, Jessa Jodorowsky. Kara or not Kara? Is that Kara or did you make up that name? That's not Kara. The answer is my best friend, Callie Cholodenko. <laughs> who are <laughs> <Okay>. any? <laughs> I don't know. They're no one. It's just her best friend. Okay. okay. What was the last awkward situation you were in and how did you handle it? Kara or not Kara? I farted in line at Dunkin' Donuts yesterday and two people in front of me turned and glared and then I started laughing and they started laughing and then I ordered my usual, which is a large diced coffee with two pumps of French vanilla swirl. Is that Kara not or not Kara? That's not That's Kara. Not okay. Cara. The last awkward situation she was in was, I was doing a photo shoot at my home. I am a total neat freak. We had to rearrange furniture when the photographer's assistant moved my couch. What was underneath can only be described as disgusting and I was mortified. I literally almost died. I basically yelled at my assistant to sweep it up and gave my cleaning lady a talking to just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there so she like yelled at all of her staffers okay what music are you currently listening to Kara or not Kara I never really listen to music because I love silence not Kara that's Kara <laughs> okay oh god oh no okay NSYNC or Backstreet Boys Kara not Kara no strings attached to was my first concert so it's gonna have to be NSYNC oh my god is she younger than me Kara not Kara. She answered, neither. Synchronized and choreographed grown men dancing is a no-go for me. Isn't that crazy? Ew. Like, ew. Yeah, that's just, that's also just rude. Like, wh- okay, fine. And here she is, like, just to prove that she has no sense of humor. Netflix and chill or just Netflix? Kara or not Kara? Isn't that redundant? When you Netflix, aren't you in essence chilling? <laughs> if that's Kara, then she can honestly fuck off. That's Kara, so she can fuck off. Um, <laughs> Hannah Montana or Lizzie McGuire? Kara or not Kara? Wrong age demo. No clue. Wait, demo? Demo. Demographic. Oh, I thought she called Netflix. I thought she called BuzzFeed demo. So oh, I was no. like, w- rude. Is that Kara? She's That's Kara. Rude. Doesn't she She's sound like a terrible rude. interview? <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe this. Oh. Okay. Play along at least. And finally, tell us a secret. Kara or not Kara? I'm pretty sure I hit someone with my car 12 years ago, but I never stopped to check and make sure they were okay. And I think about what happened to them every single day of my life. That's Kara. <laughs> That's not Kara. <laughs> uh, the secret is, I hardly cry, but I love the feeling of it. 
She oh my god, like she's the worst a person to interview. Su- she she sounds like <laughs> that's scary. Sociopath. Kind of scary interview. Okay, uh, let's move that's on. That's scarier the next than I hit somebody with my car twelve years ago and didn't stop to check. Like <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. Not understanding what Netflix and chill is, and then being like, I'm not going to answer that. Also saying grown men shouldn't dance. Like get out of here. Hey, who weekly? Um, I was just talking to my sister about Thomas Ian Nicholas and how attracted we were to him as children watching hits like Rookie of the Year, um, Kid in King Arthur's Court. Um, and I was like, what happened to him? And then my sister reminded me that he was also in the American Pie film series, which I had totally forgotten about. Um, but that was a long time ago. So I'm wondering if he's up to anything now. And if so, what might that be? Um, please let me know. He was a heartthrob of my childhood. So I'd love to make sure that he's doing okay. Okay. Um, go for umbrella for me and Grace. A uh, a child's he honestly weirdly like a very successful child star who like made a successful transition to being like an adult star because mm-hmm. like American Pie he was technically an adult he played it he played a high schooler but he was in his twenties yeah. right yeah um he and- was sort of like the second tier in the friend group of American Pie like he wasn't Jason Biggs he wasn't John William Scott he was like second tier in that whole cast but still he yeah. was in it he was in but, all of them but he was such a big kid star because mm-hmm. like King Arthur. Uh, the King Arthur's movie and Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the big, Year, come on. Big come on. ones. I think he still also does stuff with the Cubs. Like he still kind of like has like a role with the Cubs as like kind of a weird honorary mascot. He like oh, that's plays, sings a song or something for them. I feel like I had a crush on him, but I didn't know I had a crush on him. I was like, I love Rookie of the Year. You know, it's sort of like, yeah, it's like, yeah. I love course. it and I don't know, know why. It, it must be that I love baseball. Hmm, I should really <laughs> I get into baseball. baseball. <laughs> Yes, this is cool. He seems cool. Why do I feel special things about this film? It must be the baseball. Dad, can I have a baseball glove? <laughs> I did try to get into baseball card collecting for like one weekend. And I was like, uh-huh. this is stupid. And my then dad you went back to your M&M, like, your M&M tubes. Like M&M you tubes. just went back to touch your M&M tubes. <laughs> my dad's probably privately thinking like, this isn't going to last as long as the M&M tubes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if the good news is that he's fine. He has a band. His Twitter his Twitter name is Tin Band, which I was first I laughed at, but then I realized it's his initials, Thomas, Thomas Ian and Nicholas. Nicholas Band. Band. Um, he's a musician. He has a band. He has a Patreon. He is doing all this stuff. He's. They just came out with a new album. I didn't listen, but you could play a clip here. I wonder if it's good. I, I will. Think he's the will. singer. Um, and he. What's kind of funny is that in some of the projects that he does when he still acts, occasionally he pulls a Tiffany Amber Thiessen, meaning he dropped the Ian. So in some of his projects, he's just Thomas Nicholas, which I don't really I think love a bad idea. because he went from having three first names to having two first names, and it doesn't really work for me. It doesn't. I was going to say it's it the the Ian actually helps sort of soften the edges of having two first names. Don't right? You like need it three. Just feels exactly what right. you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in a his one of the most recent movies that he's in this movie called Adverse that's coming out this year that clearly was like kind of delayed and whatever because of COVID is a very hooey 
film, I thought, mm-hmm. which, you know, it has not just him as the lead, but it also stars Lou Diamond Phillips, a mm-hmm. classic, Sean Astin, mm. uh, Mickey Rourke, and Penelope Ann Miller, Jake T. Austin. Remember him from this podcast? Why? How is, and, how is this Andrew movie? Keegan! <laughs> I was going to say, okay, well, here's the thing. Well, first of all, this cast is like straight out of 1996, but yeah. Andrew Keegan, I was going to say, Thomas C. and Nicholas is like... The best case scenario and Andrew Keegan's the worst case scenario. Isn't Andrew Keegan part of Nexium? Isn't Andrew Keegan totally no, canceled? No, 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 no. That's false. That's false. Andrew Keegan did ha- briefly have a cult that, or a cult. <gasps> oh, did... his was the other cult, but it was like sort of like the posse hippie cult. It, it wasn't, wasn't like a violent really, cult. It wasn't really, yeah, it wasn't like a bad, it okay, wasn't right. like Nexium. It wasn't a violent that's cult. That's rude. Oh, like fuck. it was like weird and it definitely did get him a lot Nexium. of press. No, no, no. It did that's get him Allison a lot Mack. of press. He got a lot of press for like that reason where he was like, oh, we have like a house in Venice and they're like, we come and do like meditation. And then it's a lot of reporters like, right, right. He definitely got the press for that. But it wasn't it wasn't Nexium. But anyways, they're all in this movie that is like about like drug something. something oh, it's a neo noir. Interesting. Right. But it's definitely like a VOD kind of project. What's, What's her name? I mean, come on. What's what? her name? The 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 girl from School of Rock who then became the Disney star. Oh, um, iCarly. iCarly, and then the the meme where she's looking at the computer and just says, "Interesting." <laughs> That's me. <laughs> oh, there's a new neo noir out starring Mickey Rourke and Penelope Ann Miller. Interesting. Right, like that's kind of the that's exactly how I feel too. Like I'm sure people will watch this. Like it's definitely the right genre for a for a VOD film. You know what movie? Speaking of neo noirs, the movie that iTunes and uh, Amazon keeps recommending I watch, and like it's like now rentable for nine dollars, and the next week it's like what? now rentable for four dollars, and it's like the ninety nine cent rental of the week. Arkansas. Okay, what? <laughs> what is that? It's like. Vince Vaughn and the Hem, the other Hemsworth. No, it's not the other Hemsworth. It's Liam Hemsworth, and they're like in Arkansas. What are they doing there? I don't know, but one of the letters of Arkansas is a skull, so I feel like it's like uh-oh. a dark movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, you know what movie just came up for me recently? The what? the Ava, Ava with Jessica Chastain. What is that movie? I don't know. Wait, what is that? Okay. I don't know. It's a movie called Ava and it stars Jessica Chastain and the poster's like her in the middle of the V. I'm telling you, right <laughs> now, the, th- the movie things are so confusing. It's like up is down right now. Like even true movie heads are like, what's going on? Like, because the VODs getting mixed in with the real stuff is a, is very confusing. <laughs> well, the most annoying thing is like, there's some like VOD quality shit that's going to actual theaters. And it's like, no, 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 sir. I want to watch the Russell Crowe movie where he hits road rage at my house. I don't want to have to go to a Canadian theater to watch it. Like, why are they <laughs> releasing? Theater. Why are they releasing the Russell Crowe gets road rage movie, which is the most VOD thing I've ever heard in theaters during COVID and not on iTunes for $9 because I would pay $9 to watch him go crazy in a truck right so no but i'm Uh. saying it's a very confusing so the other interesting thing about thomas nichols or thomas ian Ian nicholas nichols nicholas thomas ian nicholas is that his wife is this woman named dj colette who is a dj and she had had a bunch of big dance records and albums and one of her songs was uh on the devil wears prada sound will you play it because i can't click due to my internet being down yet again what song is, is it i don't i don't really recognize it from the movie but i bet I i've seen it, it i've seen the movie a million times i'll recognize okay, it i'll play it i'll play it hold on 
I know what it is. It's the moment that she like comes home or something. <laughs> if and, you're right, and, then and that's Adrian sick. Grenier is like, and Adrian Grenier is like, "Oh, you're sexy now." Like it's that it's a scene where he like realizes she's sexy for the first time because she's oh, like wait, wearing she's lingerie. wearing the like the, the like expensive lingerie from that she like, got like. Wheel, wheel, wheel. <laughs> yeah, I think that's when it is. You have to fact check that. If I that's will. correct, oh, then will. that's then that's fucking crazy. Oh, I will. I know pretty sure exactly I'm right. the location of this song. Hi, this is Future Bobby reporting from the future. I scrubbed every second, uh, every few seconds of Devil Wears Prada. I spent a long time scrubbing that movie, looking to the soundtrack. I was wrong. It's not that scene. That song is actually the Alanis Morissette cover of Seals Crazy, which is a good cover. I'll probably play a clip here or after this little Future Bobby segment. I couldn't find this DJ Colette song anywhere. Yes, it's on the soundtrack. Yes, it's listed in the credits. I couldn't find it anywhere. I'm assuming it's playing subtly in the background of the scene with Simon Baker, but that sounds like a different song also. So I really have no idea what's happening. As far as I can tell, that song is not actually in The Devil Wears Prada. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, back to the past. Yeah, DJ Colette is his wife. Good so it's a her. musical family. And she's got a song on the soundtrack of Devil's Prada, which I would argue is, you know, timeless. A timeless... Uh, musical family. Yeah. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I just called a minute ago, um, but my call was deranged. Anyway, the basic message was that I just wanted to give a little shout out to Yola. I don't know that much about her, which is why I went off the rails in the call in terms of explaining who she is or saying what she's up to, because I don't know. Um, but she has an amazing album that came out last year and was featured on a High Women song. That's all. Crunch, crunch. Bye. Yola, I think, is absolutely a who, but she's a rising who, and I think a lot of people know who she is. But here's my thing about Yola. I was so mad when I... I had never heard of her, or I guess I heard the name, but she was nominated for four Grammys this past year. And guess who else was nominated for Best New Artist Grammy alongside her? Fucking Billie Eilish and Lizzo. So Billie Eilish and Lizzo sucked all the air out of that room. And it's kind I of know. all we focused on. And usually on. we do a good job, like, looking at that list of Best mm-hmm. New Artists and, like, kind That's of... Because so we love a we love a best new we totally overlooked her and didn't get into it because she's amazing exactly the kind of music that we're into the moment i was like oh who is this this sounds interesting like oh i i don't reckon and then then the caller mentioned high woman and i was like what like she's not part of the high woman i don't know that name and then you look her up and it's this woman she's like 30 late 30s like 37 i think and she's been making music for like 20 years but she's done a lot of like backup singing and supporting singers you know like she did backup song backup for icky azalea she went on tour with massive attack because you know to do like the vocals part of like you know like electronic music and she's british also there's a really good interview with her in the star tribune and she talks about how, like, for the longest time, I just didn't have any confidence. Like, I thought this is where I stood. And, like, I I didn't feel comfortable, you know, being the leader. And she says, I never, ever wanted to ask anyone help me with something I wanted to do before I was 30. Never. No one was willing to help. Everyone wanted me to stay indebted to them in some way. I was a utensil to be used. And at the moment, she's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go to Nashville. She it was always, like, very endeared to, like, 
country music and folk music, like American country and American folk music, because that's the records that her like mom listened to in the UK. And then she moves and she's like, I'm going to go to Nashville and I'm going to fucking do this now that I've had a little bit of experience. And then she met right. Dan Arbach, saw one of her like videos and then like reached out and then they made this album together. And it's amazing. <laughs> like it's fully like I was listening to it. And sometimes you hear like an artist and you're like, oh, this is oh, really he good. Did, like, I'm into Dan this. Auerbach did Lana Del Rey Blast. He did ultraviolence. He did ultraviolence. Yeah. To have him work on your record just gets you a lot of attention, which is cool. And he's very supportive. But she clearly of her. had to like go to Nashville and not restart herself. But even with 12, 20 years of experience, she she's, it was like a new genre that mm-hmm. she had to like kind of ingratiate herself into and figure out where she fit into. Because her she calls her music country soul. And it's mm-hmm. like, I think, you know, that's accurate but it's still one of those things where you're like you're like one toe in and you almost got to go like full in in yeah, that yeah in that industry it's like, in a way will you be respected by the industry if you try to deviate from the industry norm and it right. seems like she is yeah but she got nominated at the grammys for best new artist best americana album best american roots performance and best roots song their her first single was far away look which is amazing right. i will play a clip here like it has an amazing chorus also just cool that like a black british artist like is getting nominated for best americana album best americana like, truly yeah. right like it's just truly like about the quality of the music it has nothing to do with like where you're from or whatever oh her full name is yolanda cordy so that's why she's yola because it's short for yolanda so if you go to her spotify it's like the number one song on her spotify is the high women even though it is on her spotify she's not on the cover she's just sort of well in the, the high women notes. did the high women is that's she's an, an unofficial album. member one of my favorite yes. albums it is a good album. of the it's past nice. yes. whatever so like they did an album and one of the songs was like kind of a song where they brought in other women's voices to like kind of tell the stories of different women throughout history and she's was part of that collective like she's not in the high woman but she's yeah. on that high woman track she's a featured artist on that track yes and so but this that's the song that's like they sort of like gender switch that's why that song is so cool because it's like a song sung by men yeah. traditionally and then whenever they like yeah but i have to play this cover of goodbye yellow brick road because i've listened to it like 1000 times in the past 48 hours as a song that i already liked it was like i had never heard it before <laughs> hearing this version it's like I finally get it, and even though I already liked it, whatever, I'm playing with it here. So goodbye, yellow brick road, where the dogs of society howl. You can't plant me in your penthouse. I'm going back to my plow. Back to the howling, the howling, the woods. Holding the holy black She's amazing. She's also done a tiny desk, which I feel like once you get like the NPR, like music seal of approval, you got a lot of momentum coming behind you, which is kind of really lame, but it's the truth. Okay. You're, you're rambling a little. (laughs) I wouldn't have known about this if not for a caller. Okay. Next call. Hey, Bobby Lindsay. Um, It's 
to a long time, long time. Um, the conversations about e-news and stuff, RIP, makes me think of something that I think about calling about a lot, but is really not that interesting, but is very hooey, which is sometimes when I get gas, like the little TV show is just Maria Menounos, and she has a gas station TV show. And I just think that's really, really funny. And it's always really jarring because I can't remember who she is or why I know her. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, e-news. Um, and I just I don't understand how she has really pivoted to gas station television um, or why gas station television exists, I guess. Um, Leanne Cuisine, crunch, crunch. This is so fucking funny because yes. I realized that Maria Menudas has not just one, but two gigs where you are forced to watch her while waiting for something. Niche hold television. You are literally being held hostage and you're forced to watch Maria Menudas both at the gas station and also as the host of Nuvi, which if you go to like an AMC or a Regal, not like kind of a fancy... Not that these aren't fancy, but I would die to go to any movie theater. Who are we kidding? But like a standard movie theater, there'll be a newbie intro where they do like behind the scenes and it's hosted by Maria Menudos, who's like, welcome to newbie. <laughs> Spelled like movie, but with two O's and an N. Your movie experience is about to get even better, guys, because Nuvi Arcade is almost here. That's right. Starting Friday, the big screen will bring to life some pretty awesome augmented reality games. All you need to do is download the Nuvi Arcade app, head to a Nuvi theater early, and get ready to play. See you there. Literally, Maria is, like, hosting both of these things. She's also the host of Gas Station TV, a.k.a. GSTV, in which she has a show called Better... I think it's called Better better together with Maria Menudo so when you're like gassing up your car which I have experienced this before and you're putting gas in your car and you'll hear Maria Menudo's out of the corner of your eye and you'll see her and she'll be like pay your taxes it's probably a good idea like that's a tip from me Maria Menudo or like it's always like <laughs> or she'll very... say did you know that frozen vegetables are just as nutritiously packed if not more so than fresh vegetables exactly GSTV presents better together with Maria Menudo's nutrition tip of the day frozen vegetables healthier than fresh produce Actually, because frozen veggies are picked, blanched, and frozen at peak freshness, they often preserve their nutrients more than the fresh vegetables sitting out for days at the market. Who knew? For more, check out Better Together with Maria Menounos. Like, it's always like a fun wellness adjacent fact from Maria Menounos. And you're like, I didn't ask, you know, but that's, she's out here just like in your face at the gas pump. You know, and I was reading their website, like GSTV, Gas Station TV, and they're like, our demographic is everyone because everybody is like has to watch this when they get gas. There's <laughs> like, a really funny, there's a really funny like uh, line graph to be made, like a really steep bell curve in regards to Maria Menounos' relationship to like interest and time where it's like people are really into Maria Menounos for 30 to 80 seconds and then the yes. moment you pass yes. 80 seconds it's like i can't stand maria menounos anymore which is exactly the type of person you want to host this stuff yes and shout out to at Ant anxiety who did tweet this who put it all together for me i don't know who of my newbie kings and queens needs to hear this but if you have a car maria menounos also has a program on the t on tv screams at gas stations aka gas session tv i am not kidding because somebody had said i miss her bro and it was a picture of maria of menounos on newbie like so you don't need to watch you you don't need to go to the movies to enjoy Maria Menounos's presence. 
Just go to the yeah, gas station. Yeah, you just station. go fill up your car with some gas, and she'll be there telling you to like, I don't know, buy frozen make vegetables. Make sure you close. Make sure you close the windows in your car, but you know, so it doesn't rain. You know, when it if you don't know, you know, so it doesn't rain inside your car. That's a tip. That's a tip. Any other tips? Such a natural. She's able to say things that are unnatural so naturally. You know, like the word nuvi. You know. <laughs> The most unnatural word is newbie, a misspelling brand version of movie. And it rolls <laughs> off her tongue like butter. Right. And me, I'm struggling to say it. I'm like, newbie. You know, I'm trying to say movie, but I'm saying newbie. Or you're saying newbie like, and then you're laughing out loud like Maria Menounos right. is all I'm business. Like, exactly. And she's just able to say it. No problem. She's a professional. And that's the difference between us. She's a professional. No, I'm a professional. And like when no, someone points a camera in Maria Menounos' face and says, now, now remember, Maria, you're going to be speaking to people who are filling up their gas tank and they only have <laughs> 90 seconds to enjoy your company and she's like got it great my she's ideal like, situation <laughs> really perform like, <laughs> for someone who's like only half paying attention because they're worried about how expensive gas is she's like that actually amazing. is a really funny like the direction that she's given in both of these jobs it's like okay maria you're gonna you're speaking to an audience who is sitting down they're like turning off their cell phone but they're still allowed to use it they're like starting to eat the popcorn they're like talking to their friends they really don't want to watch you they want to watch the movie but you need to be engaging anyway they like movies but they don't like what you're doing currently and you need to give them movie adjacent content but it is not the movie that they have paid to see your presence is making them miserable. Just make sure you don't personally make them miserable, okay? <laughs> don't make it worse for them, Maria. It's already bad enough for them. A terrible Maria, position to be your put audience in. is somebody filling up their gas, and there is no tool for them to clean the windshield. So that doesn't exist, <laughs> so they're forced. You have to get their attention. No, 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 no. The tool is there. There's just no water in the bucket. So it's oh, like, I hate that's that. the I issue. fucking hate that. That's hate the issue. That. That's okay. when I get caught watching Maria Menudos. Also, Maria, you're on a tiny screen. It probably has <laughs> dirt all over it. It's ba- you're barely visible. Also, wait. Oh, my God. I just realized the is she's on the small screens and she's on the big screens. That's called she has the range. H- honey, small screen to large screen. Uh, 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 she has literally the range. Queen of both small <laughs> and large format. I can't deal. And she spent a lot of time on the middle range screen, which I would argue is TV. So she's yeah. done everything. She made her mark in the middle. And then she realized her moment was large and small. Maria Extreme Menunos. That's what we call her. The extreme. Honestly, what's next for her? I can't even imagine what could be next for her. Like outer space TV or something. I don't even know. I don't know. But I'm officially calling Maria Menunos the extreme from now on. Like in Twister, where they call Bill Paxton the extreme. No, no, move away, Bill Paxton. Well, he's dead. That's sad. Maria Menounos is the new extreme. Wow, that's incredible. She's officially canon. She's the extreme. This. Thank <laughs> With you. With this stunt, she's canon. She's canon. Now let's move on to a very quick game of Who Are Them. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. <laughs> Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh, 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 uh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, Everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. 
But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Long time, long time. So I was hoping you could help me. I just saw the cast for Lovecraft Country, and I saw that it included Michael K. Williams, um, who for me, living in Baltimore, is like an institution for his portrayal of Omar Little on The Wire. When I said his name to my boyfriend, who is also from Baltimore, it was like no name recognition, didn't know who he was until he saw a picture. So is Michael K. Williams a who or a them? Thank you so much. Me indoors. Goodbye. Me indoors. Me indoors. <laughs> That's a good um, sign Michael K. Williams, who are them? One, two, three. Who? Them? I think he's character Ooh. actor. I think he's character yeah. who? Like if you watch you The Wire. So. Like, if I called my brother right now, he'd be like, Michael K. Williams is a them. Like, iconic. I love Michael K. Williams. But I don't, I think it's, I think he's a character actor. But you're saying, like, outside the wire, he's, like, mostly used as a character actor. Yeah. I think he just is. I recognize, he's in a million things. He has a lot of iconic little roles. Yeah. Omar is an iconic character, but I feel like yeah. he's more Omar than he is Michael K. Williams, you know? Interesting. I mean, what do yeah, you think? I don't know. No, I don't know. I just I thought he was he's he's had other iconic roles, but Omar is still the biggest the biggest one. And if if that's not enough, then, yeah, I don't know. He's also in a movie starring Vince Vaughn and Liam Hemsworth called Arkansas. <laughs> heard of it? The, there's Have a you skull heard in the of title? Arkansas? There's a skull Wait, he's in, in Arkansas. He's in Arkansas. There's a skull there. He's in Arkansas? He's in incredible. Arkansas. He's oh, third build. Liam Hemsworth, Clark Duke, Michael Kenneth Williams. Uh, oh, they gave him the full Kenneth there. Vivica A. Fox. I was going to say, I don't think I knew what the K stood for. It's Kenneth? Okay, Eden, got it. Eden Brolin, who I assume is nepotism, Chandler Duke, John Malkovich, and Vince Vaughn. John is Malkovich Eden? is... Wait, I'm sorry. Vince Vaughn and John Malkovich are like at the tail end. They must be in like one scene they or something. They must be. Uh, no, Vince Vaughn is featured heavily in the trailer. I think it's just like he gets the like fancy... The fancy, like, and oh, like credit. and. Right. Um, <laughs> hey, Who Weekly. First time, medium time. Um, Ambrose Beers. Literary who? Who are them? I don't know why I think this is so funny. Um, Ambrose. Stop it. Gwyneth Beers. Yes. Um, correct. Correct. I think we just got a couple of like English majors calling in and being like, LOL, 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 like high English majors who like, <laughs> Ambrose Beers, we're having a fight. One, two, three, who? Who? A- absolutely like, not. Okay. Absolutely not. I'm on his Wikipedia oh. and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> his book, <laughs> The Devil's Dictionary, was named as one of the 100 greatest masterpieces of American literature. literature. Have not read it. 
um, and his story, An Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge, has been described as one of the most famous and frequently anthologized stories in American literature. Have read it. Don't. I know I had to read that in school. That name sounds familiar, but like, um, who the he hell disappeared, knows? which is pretty uh, cool and interesting. That's I mean, Themi. Disappearances are Themi. Right. Like, that's not good. You got what I'm saying. But like, he disappeared. Wait, did they? Did he come back? No. They never saw him again. Oh, he disappeared and they never saw him again? Yeah. Oh, disappearance yeah. is a whole subsection of the Wikipedia. Oh, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't oh, go there. Oh, no. Oh. Don't go there. This guy's got a story. We just I just didn't know it. He's got one more story to tell. Looks like I got to read more about this dude. I mean, he's a who. <laughs> this is a who, but kind of handsome. Disappeared. List of people who disappeared is the worst Wikipedia page <laughs> I could ever click on. Like, it's just like, List whoa, of whoa, people whoa, who disappeared. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, no, it's just <laughs> like, don't go there. I want to go there, though. Disappeared. List of people Where who is disappeared. that? It's is it on linked Wikipedia. to the thing? List of people who disappeared. Yeah. Pre nineteen seventy. Oh my god, there are several of them. Oh my god, there's several yeah. post nineteen seventy. For other yeah. lists of disappeared persons, see lists of people who disappeared. Oh my you. god. Oh, this is dark as hell. I'm, I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is Snoopy still them? Like, when was the last time anyone under the age of? Funny, saw anything resembling Snoopy in advertising or anything else. Oof. Anyways, love you guys. Me and Grace. Does Snoopy still do those like life insurance ads? Remember when Snoopy like Met did life? weird spawn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like okay. really weird that Snoopy was the face of a life insurance company. Think about it. It's weird. But Snoopy, Think about it. It's Snoop- very weird. Snoopy, who are them? One, two, three, them. them. Yeah. Snoopy's still a them. Come on. People still show their kids those the the peanuts. fucking They're seasonal. The peanuts. The, They're the, seasonal. The Peanuts seasonal films. Your but Snoopy's Christmas like film, a your Halloween dog. film. <laughs> big. The Snoopy dog. It's like, oh, your friend had a kid. Like, get him a, Snoop, a stuffed Snoopy and Woodstock. Like, that's a cute, like, queer relationship. Like, we like Snoopy and Woodstock. <laughs> But it's, I'm just, it's just funny to me now. I'm thinking about Snoopy selling life insurance. It's really weird. And Snoopy's always it like in a weird. plane. Snoopy's always like, Snoopy has like a and weird like, like World Snoopy, War II fetish. Like hope you're insured. Cause like, it seems like it's dangerous. And he's always like in a plane. Yeah. He's always like fighting in a plane. Like that's his like weird obsession, which is like kind of creepy. Right. Well, luckily he's life insured in case anything <laughs> bad happens. The Met life. You know who the money goes to? Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> No, the the money doesn't go to Woodstock because they're not like domestic partners. Like they're they were never allowed to marry, so it's just like tragedy. And like <laughs> the money goes to Charlie Brown, and then Woodstock gets left high and dry. And then Charlie Brown is like very cruel and doesn't give any money to Woodstock, even though he God, should. That's exactly morally. what happens. That's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. Uh-huh. Yeah, Woodstock is fucking left high and dry at some shitty a fucking, fucking bird nest tragedy. in a tree that a Woodstock doesn't even want to live in. A tragedy, a true tragedy. I'm sure I want to find some Peanuts fanfic because I'm sure none of it is positive. Like, I'm sure all Peanuts fanfic is, like, bleak. Because how could it not be? Those kids, they're not growing up well-adjusted. They're growing up miserable, all of them. Okay. (laughs) Remember when the Today Show people dressed up as the Peanuts? Further proof. (laughs) Further proof. Look up those photos. If you haven't seen those photos, we've mentioned them before. But if you haven't seen the photos of the Today Show people dressed up as the Peanut characters, you have to Google them Who was Woodstock? Like, Hoda? Hoda was Woodstock, right? It's one of the most insane 
experiences I've ever had looking at them dressed as the Snoopy kids. Whoever did that makeup. Who's the who's the like dirty one? It's like Carson Daly is like the dirty one. Pig Ben. Linus maybe? No, that's the blanket one. Who's the dirty one? Pig Ben. I think Pig Ben. Speaking of mysterious disappearances, Pig Ben disappeared like when he turned 19. <laughs> There's no way Pig Ben like is still around. Okay. The moment we... you ask like you ask like Peppermint Patty like when's the last time you saw Pig Ben and she's like, "Oh, we don't talk about Pig Ben. His <laughs> his text messages turned green and then we just never heard from him again." <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> His text messages turn green. I know. I feel like if your text messages turn green, you need to announce you got an Android or else I'm worried about you. I'm gonna call the police. <laughs> no? Yes? True. If your text messages have previously always been blue, yes. If they turn green, I'm worried about you and you need to tell me you got an Android or I'm calling the police. Miss Weber, you can't make a formal disappearance claim until 48 hours have passed. It's like, no, no, but the text messages turn green. It's like, we're sending a car. We're sending a car. We're sending a car right there. We'll be right there. Okay, moving on. Uh, Next call. Hi again. I just called. I left a really long rambling message about cookie butter. I'm going to call again and part it down a bit because... I really, really would love to know if it's a who or them. So hopefully they'll respect you guys if you don't want to play the shorter call. I get it. But still, I mean, come on. Like, that's a good question. Cookie butter, who or them? Like, moose tracks? Like, that was a that, that conversation went on for too long. But this, this could be the definitive line in the sand, end of debate. Who are them? Response. Okay, I'm going to call back in a second. Thanks. Wait, I'm sorry. What was this call? Cookie. Well, there was a really long call about cookie butter, and then she called back and was like, I need to make a shorter call about cookie butter. And to their credit, it was shorter. But it's it was much shorter shorter than the first call. Um, (laughs) Speculos, also known as cookie butter. Also known as. Also known as. Wait, I'm sorry. Speculos is the name of cookie butter? Yeah. Or is that a brand? It's because it was made out of these cookies that were called speculose cookies. They're speculose like shortbread sounds like cookies. a fucking like like speculo. That's not a good you name. You know, for like a butter. you know, like a speculose. You know, like a like a biscoff that you get on a Delta no, flight, know, RIP flight. Trust me, I know what cookie. I know what cookie butter is. I guess like the iconic brand of those little cookies sure. were speculose brand. And so that okay, sort of no became one like a one is Kleenex out here. Thing. But no, no one is out here calling them speculose. They're out here buying them from Trader Joe's cookie butter. Cookie butter is mostly a Trader I've Joe's never had cookie butter. And I only did I only recently learned what cookie butter was like in the last 6 months like during quarantine I found out what cookie butter was. I didn't know what it was. No, it's a who. It's a total who. Cookie butter's a who. I'm dying to have cookie butter. Oh, it's really fucking good, but the thing is it's a total who. Just for fun. 1 2 3 who. Who. Yeah. yeah. Right. It looks it it's like spreads like peanut butter but it's made of crushed cookies and then like Yeah, it's a shtick. Like it's a it's like a shtick. Yeah, it's a shtick. What do you do? So you like spread it on like toast? Honestly, you like eat it with a spoon. Like you like there's no like, yeah, I guess you can Honestly, spread it on toast. But like you eat it with a spoon. The most popular brand is Biscoff. And then uh, Trader Joe's is the second most popular. Like even Nutella, which I would argue also can just eat with a spoon, has things you can spread it on. But cookie butter, like you're not really spreading that on anything. Like I guess fruit or like fruit, fruit, sure, fruit, whatever, fruit. I would and I would just eat it with a spoon. 
I found 50 ways to use Trader Joe's Speculose cookie butter oh, God. on myrecipes.com. I'm not going to read all 50, but I'll read the f- top 10. Tell me 10. Speculose. Speculose doesn't sound like some like fake technology company in like it a movie. Like a, it sounds like a fake sugar. It sounds like sucralose, allulose, like Speculose. dextrose. Yeah. Listen to this. Okay, tell Number me one, one sp- spread it on toast. Two, eat it with apple slices. No. Three, top no, off a of fruit fine. granola and yogurt par- breakfast parfait. Okay, Four, that's a good idea. top waffles and pancakes into that. Sure. Five, okay, mix fine. into homemade scones. I made scones for the first time over the weekend. They that's were really weird. good. Okay, but I They're wouldn't really put good. some extra yeah. cream. Anyway, mix it into a milkshake. That sounds amazing. Okay, that's an idea. Just that's vanilla idea. ice cream with a scoop of speculose. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, even know what it I tastes guess. like. You but haven't I even eaten it. I, you're really not a good judge of this. Sorry. Add it okay. to homemade rice crispy treats also sounds amazing. Okay, that's stupid. Why make, would you do that? Make buckeyes. Oh, those Midwest I love buckeyes. Swap in cookie butter for peanut butter. Use it in homemade cream cheese frosting. Ooh. Bake it See, in an this epic is not, butter okay, cheesecake. I, okay, I I'm done with this list because this is not actually unique things. It's like just add it to things where you would add other things. It's like, sure, yeah, it's like a butter. You can use it instead of any other type of like uh, Lindsay, number thirty seven is just add it to s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that no that's fucking that's insane that's crazy you can't just add it to s'mores what are we adding peanut butter and stuff to s'mores no we don't do that okay thank you for listening to another episode of another lovely eternally relevant episode of who's there <laughs> eternally relevant <laughs> <laughs> every time someone calls like hey i'm listening to back episodes i'm like what's wrong with your brain the, are you the broken age, inside what do you call it like the the year age the age year what's the what's the terminology the dating on this the the carbon dating the expiration the the expiration date on a weekly <laughs> sell by date what <laughs> something like that whatever you get it no it's this is what is this a friday this is dated by saturday this is dated by friday night <laughs> um sell by thank you for listening call in at 619 who them to leave even more questions comments and concerns that could get us talking about uh extremely permanently relevant things and uh we will love you forever also support us on patreon.com slash who weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes we just finally talked about our full series minus season two watch of real housewives of potomac which was so much fun um we're gonna do more commentaries soon as well what else follow us on instagram twitter and just you know keep on keeping on (laughs) y'all get some cookie butter enjoy the day eat it with and eat it with a spoon don't listen to those people that say you need to add it to anything just fucking eat it with a spoon like a normal person i'm gonna get some this weekend i think yeah and you're gonna eat it with a spoon okay bye everyone Hey, Lindsay Bobby is. Oh my God, shit. Uh, who are they? Oh, Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, first time, long time. I just left you a message, but it was way too long, so I called to make it shorter. Uh, in 2011, I was a concert booker at my small college, and we booked Ellie Goulding, and she put up a huge fight. After we had signed the contract, because she had just gotten a little more famous, she thought that she was worth more than we were paying her, and the whole thing was a nightmare. But, you know, whatever, legally binding contract, she shows up, it happens, and she's, like, the most demanding person I had ever worked with in those, like, dozens of people that I worked with. And the um, strangest part of the whole thing was that, you know, part of her, one of her demands is that she really wanted an iron. Um, so... 
I, you know, got the iron from my dorm room, which, you know, I had in college for some odd reason, and uh, brought it down along with, like, my mini fridge and all this other stuff, and then at the end of the night, we're packing up and, you know, accounting for everything, and my iron is gone. So Ellie Goulding or someone on her crew stole my shitty $20 Black & Decker iron nine years ago, and, you know, if somebody connected to her hears this, I'd really appreciate it if you would buy me a new iron. Um, that's it. Uh, crunch, crunch. Hope this is some good celebrity goss. If not, uh, love you both. Women don't belong in balloons. Me and Grace. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I just called and I actually have to call back and revise my statement. So I'm one of the hooligan attorneys that you have and I'm actually a divorce attorney. Um, and I let you know that I do sometimes advise my clients to send messages in text message ending their marriages. Um, because the data separation is often contested, and if you put it in writing, like a text message to your spouse that you're over, you can be considered separated. Um, in Pennsylvania, anyway, I don't know where they are. But the important thing about data separation is that's when you kind of decide to stop dividing property on that day. So, like, if you win the lottery the next day after you've separated, it's not community property. Um, so, sometimes I tell clients, like, yeah, go ahead and send a text message saying, like, confirming that we're broken up. Um but I did some research on what happened with the selling sunset thing, and it does not seem like that's what happened here. It seems like he filed and texted her the same day that he filed, and filing and serving someone is also a great way to establish separation. So it seems like he's just a douche. Um, okay. Uh, you know, women don't belong in balloons.